Do you desire to turn your passion into income? Connect with other creative souls who also dance to the beat of their own drum? I'm Marie Nicole and I'm devoted to combining beauty, uniqueness and connection in everyday living experiences. As a creative professional and Dharma coach, I help people connect to the truth of who they are and facilitate them in embodying their uniqueness. It is my hope in this podcast that I inspire you to live your life on your terms and earn your income through being uniquely you. After all, it's the unique thread that we each contribute to the collective tapestry that creates the whole. Before going into today's podcast topic, I'd like to share some information from our sponsor, Hum Sound Therapy. Peter and Connie have been sharing their passions together for the past nine years, developing a unique heart-based sound experience, expanding hearts into the benefits of sound and energy healing, using a variety of instruments, including crystal singing bowls, gong, Native American flute, didgeridoo, drums, chimes, and more. Peter is also a biofield practitioner, working one-on-one in-person and distant sessions. They are both passionate about sharing sound vibration and creating an environment where you can drop into your heart and feel, enabling a full-bodied experience. A quote from these beautiful-hearted humans themselves, our work is to be of service, to share our love, guide and nurture you back to your inner wisdom and reclaim your personal song through sound and energy, dropping into your heart, raising your hum of life. I can personally vouch for the truly magical and healing experiences you will receive through their sound journeys and biofield tuning sessions. So to connect with them and their offerings, visit their website and follow their journeys on social media. Links are in the show notes. Thank you, Hum Sound Therapy, for sponsoring this podcast and now for today's episode. So how long does it take to reach your goals, your objectives, your desires, to create the life and business of your dreams? How long do you think it should take? Three to five years, isn't that what the textbooks say? A business is considered in its infancy in the first three to five years, right? Well, my perspective on that is that there's really no exact time frame that you can pinpoint as to when you will reach your peak state or the success you desire. You can set a time frame, put a plan and action into place and reach that goal, but just because you've allocated a timeline to it doesn't mean that's exactly when you're going to reach your desired outcome. It could be sooner, it could be later than you think. It's not just your plan that's important, it's the nurturing, tending, allowing, providing for the right conditions and observing what's serving the objective and what's not. They're all important along the way. An example that comes to mind is that of a potted cyclamen I have on the shelf next to my stove. Each morning when I make my pot of tea and every night when I cook dinner, I check in on its progress. I've noticed that the process of it reaching full bloom is quite long. It sends up a series of buds that sit under the leaves closed for quite some time before they eventually send out petals that look like a drill on an oil rig, they're kind of twisted and wrapped around the central point of the bud. Then very, very slowly, over a period of time, they untwist 
and eventually one petal starts to stick out and slowly work it, works its way towards uncurling, directing itself upwards. Then another follows and another and eventually over a few days, maybe even more, I haven't timed it, I should do that, but they finally all uncurl and form the cyclamen flower in its full bloom. While that one is there putting on its gorgeous display, another flower is working through the same process. They don't all rush and open at once, but each flower contributes to the overall objective of reaching full bloom and peak state. I have potted cyclamens around the house, both inside and out on the verandas, and they all flower at their own pace, in their own time. Some do so en masse, and others seem to just have one flower bloom at a time, like this one next to my stove. The conditions vary from place to place. The light, the warmth, what surrounds each plant, how high, how low they are in their particular location. It all seems to have an effect on the process of each reaching their peak state. So while they are all cyclamens, they all reach their peak in their own unique way and in their own unique time. And around them are a variety of other indoor plants, some succulent, some leaf-based, others with a different way of and style of flowering, and they all require different conditions in order to reach their peak state. Some require more water, others less, so when I check on them, there are plants that need to, I need to remember to water more frequently, and others, at certain times of the year, I hardly need to water at all. The point is that tuning in to their needs is what assists them in reaching their peak state and it allows them to reach their objective. There is no specific time frame. There's a guide, certain flowers bloom at different times of the year, but it's still based on conditions and not necessarily time frame. This past weekend, I worked Saturday and Sunday. Part of what I was doing was contributing to the experience of a pottery class at a local gallery. So Saturday afternoon I was preparing the iced tea that needed to be steeped overnight and I was chewing up the quince which I was wanting to use for my quince and coconut muffins and then first thing Sunday morning I was up early baking muffins. I packed what I needed to as a part of my contribution to the workshop, the glassware, tablecloth, signage etc. It might sound like I was just packing for a picnic but it wasn't for me to enjoy. I was not even staying at the workshop while it was running. I also packed my computer and other things so that I could find a spot in town and just work while the workshop attendants immerse themselves in their weekend activity of creating hand-built pottery vessels under the guidance of Helen from Good Hope Pottery in the beautiful atmosphere of Tiger Gallery. This was a collective effort. We each play our part in contributing to this experience for workshop attendants. Once the workshop was over and everything was packed away, I hit the road and headed off on a wild adventure to disconnect from the outside world and immerse myself in nature. As I drove into the sunset, my heart was full, knowing that the combination of all of our collective efforts, our individual businesses that came together to provide a magical experience for these workshop attendants, contributing to the beauty of their everyday living experience just made me feel so full in the heart and yet on Monday as I absorbed the beautiful surroundings and wandered through the wild I felt guilty 
guilty that it was Monday and that most people were experiencing Monday-itis and here I was kicking off the working week in the most magical way for me. I surprised myself with this feeling of guilt because I had been working not only on that workshop all weekend but also other aspects of my business offerings and I'd worked the week before and not necessarily the hours that match the mainstream but a lot of hours and when you add up all those hours I probably worked more than the average working week. I recognized that my guilt came from the fact that I was reaching my goals while meeting my own needs and felt blissfully happy along the way. I was not exhausted after all the hours of work I'd put in. I was enlivened. I was tired from staying up way too late the night before, enjoying fireside chats, dancing to music, sipping fine wine and eating a beautiful meal. But I woke up to the sun rising through the window and even with little sleep, I felt so refreshed. After breakfast, I enjoyed a drive and a walk, taking in the wonders of nature and came back to the dwelling to do a little more work on my computer. So even when taking time out for myself, I was sneaking in a bit of work, out of necessity, and yet I let myself feel guilty. That says more about conditioning than anything else, because when I really look at how I choose to spend my time, these days I am tuning into what serves what doesn't, what supports my energy and what doesn't, what brings in the financial return on my investment of time and what's not. Much like the way I care for and observe what serves my indoor plants, I am connecting with what enables me to reach my peak state and tending to my needs. And in doing so, I am reaching my objectives in a more efficient manner, with a lot more ease and grace. Plus, pleasurable experiences along the way. Closing my bricks and mortar store brought up a lot of fear around how I would sustain my business without that core component and offering. And while I am still navigating that transition, I can 100% say that the practice of tuning into what's serving and what's not is creating the results I need in order to sustain the lifestyle I desire more efficiently than burning the wick at both ends, doing what I think I should do based on how others have done it or what others expect of me. Understanding things like my personal lunar cycle, my human design and how to support my own unique energy system have been a key component in seeing the results I'm seeing. Which is why I use these tools to support my coaching clients too. They are tools I use in the background to help guide them to put into place practices that serve them in creating a life they love based on connecting to the essence of who they are, how they are here to serve the collective without depleting themselves in the process. The simple act of connecting with your personal cycle as a woman who operates on a 28-day cycle can make such a big difference in the results you get and the time frame in which you reach them. By allocating tasks that actually align with the energies of each week, you get through so much more and you don't feel depleted in the process. I'm so passionate about any modality that helps me understand my unique makeup and how to get the most out of myself, which is why I'm always referring to La Luna Living and the self-guided workshop I offer through my online store because even if hiring the service of a coach 
is not within your reach, now you can still learn to work with your own personal cycle to support yourself in achieving your objectives and create flow in your life. And you can do this month after month after month with just one purchase. When it comes to human design, I find it supportive to understand that we are all different in the way we operate because we all have our own unique blueprint of what serves us. One of my boys is a generator with an emotional authority and the other is a manifester with an ego authority. Now I'm a manifesting generator with a sacral authority. So we all have different needs and ways of being that serve us. And all three of us have a surplus amount of self-sourced energy. So we're all like energizer bunnies and can keep going and going and going, but it is also important for us to replenish our energy supply. So doing things like making time to ground myself and to reconnect with nature on a Monday after a busy working week and weekend, that's not a luxury, it's a necessity. It would not serve anyone for me to come home after a busy week and weekend of work and collapse in a heap and then be useless for the next couple of days because I've depleted my energy reserves. Honestly, I rarely get sick, bedridden sick, and that's because I'm so tuned in to what serves and what doesn't and have become even more discerning about where I place my energy and what I allow or not allow to extract my energy. If you're new to this podcast, you've probably not heard me say this before, but you are your greatest asset in your business. So taking care of yourself is extremely important. So in terms of how long it'll take, my answer to that would be, how much time do you put towards understanding how to operate in flow? But if you operate from a place of fear and scarcity, in turn creating more resistance, it'll take you a lot longer to reach your goals, realise your dreams and meet your objectives than if you practice self-care, soften into receiving, operate from a place of connecting to the essence of who you are and how you're here to serve with your unique gifts and talents. Much like the cyclamen, focusing its energy on uncurling one petal at a time, reaching its peak for all to enjoy, rather than spending its days looking at the philodendron to its left and wondering why it puts so much energy in just producing big leaves and no flowers, or the succulent to its right, wondering why it spends so much time stretching out to the light, producing little juicy bubbly leaves. Together, they contribute to the magical atmosphere of life in our kitchen. In the same way that the potter, the gallery staff, the facilitator of creating a life that you love combine their unique gifts to offer workshop attendants magical memories to carry out into their everyday living experiences. We all have our own unique part to play in the collective experience of life. So rather than focusing on how long it'll take to get there, Place your focus on the journey and tend to your needs so that others can benefit from you reaching your peak state.